This episode of the Major Issues Podcast is brought to you by Comic Book Click at tpublic.com. Visit tpublic.com slash user slash comic book click to get exclusive one-of-a-kind merchandise including shirts, stickers, and phone cases all designed by us. Get your hands on the latest and greatest in comic book merchandise by going to tpublic.com slash user slash comic book click. And remember, you, yes you, are worthy. out there in comic book land my name is george serrano aka the don and if you're listening to this you could only be here for one reason and that's a brand new episode of the major issues podcast the official podcast for comicbookclick.com and as always i am never alone sir please introduce yourself I am B for Bat Vendetta, Gregory Thomas, a.k.a. GT Rebirth. GT Rebirth is here in studio, and, uh, you know, he got here pretty quickly. Some could say he was Russian. Russian. That is is Robin Lovell's of bad. Okay, listen, listen. I'm trying. I'm trying. G. Willikers, Batman. I'm trying some new things. We we are here to talk. We're trying about... some new things, but <laughs> trying some old things. We are here to talk about one of the the newest uh, DC animated film to come out of that lot, Superman Red Sun, um, which is being adapted from one of the most um, famous Elseworld stories. Yes. I would say uh, that existed. I had a very contentious relationship with this kind of book for for a while. Yeah. And only in the sense that, like, it's not that I ever disliked it or had a, a, any issues against it, like Dark Knight Rises. But um, <laughs> it was as somebody who, you know, you go to that thing where you, you're 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 really making your first push in the comic books, yeah. And you take a character you you're, you're interested in or like or whatever, and you're just like, you do the thing that everyone does. You you go on the internet and you search must read books right, from right. said characters, yes, so, like uh-huh. you can find something to get into, mm-hmm. and. To a higher degree than Batman, because Batman has a few of them, a lot of those Superman must-reads are stuff that has nothing to do with canon. <laughs> I, I, Yeah, I can see that, yeah. It's like always like, and... hey, check out this one story that happens once, and it's it's a book. Yeah, it's almost to say the best takes of uh, on Superman are not in his... No, they're canon. not in his runs. They're yeah. in this thing we did on the side. <laughs> do you remember Because apparently this? we can only write Superman well in one story. Yes. And and when the, there's a definitive ending, so right. that we can't. <laughs> there's no other. Nothing else can come on after. Yes. Do you remember reading this story when you first read it? I remember coming across the um, the motion comic audio drama on YouTube. Okay. Actually, um, those things where if you ever if you've ever comic booked a YouTube, if you've ever YouTube comic books once. You will fall down the rabbit hole <laughs> because that rabbit hole runs deep. Yeah. Uh, I often wake up to comics explain and don't know what happened. Just recommendations. Yeah. yeah. And and I came across uh, the Superman Red Sun motion comic, okay. and that's how I got the story. And seeing it on YouTube, were you able to just, like, in that moment, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to watch this whole thing? Um. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, oh, this is interesting. And, like, it, I, I thought the idea of, of actual, like, um, audio renditions of comic books was interesting. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's a nice way to get through it. Also, it, it, it helps me 
in the sense that if you have a character that does not have like a uh, a media outlet, it can give me a voice. Okay. Because like I, uh, if I don't come across this this one X Men motion comic that I find on YouTube, I don't have a voice for Emma Frost, and I have right. to think okay. of one and I... keep that one, and it it, it can get kind of difficult for me. Hundred percent. So like if I can watch that, I'm like. That's Emma Frost's voice. Yeah. In most Elsewhere stories, a, a lot of the fundamentals aren't changed. So you could assume that it would be the same. Like if you've been reading Batman, you have yeah. the same Batman voice for, yeah. you know, um, any Batman Elseworlds stories. But you kind of just particular. accept that you have Kevin Conroy for just about everything. Right. But this one is very particular because it, it takes place in another country. Yeah. Um, if you're a funny guy, you give him the Bale voice when he's in Bat. <laughs> there you go. Show me where the flowers. Try giving him the bell voice in this. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, but Superman Red Sun is a comic book published by DC Comics that was released under the Elseworlds imprint in April of 2003. So, uh, you know, we're about a month shy from its, what's that, 17-year anniversary. Mm. Ah, crazy. I can almost drink. <laughs> um, author Mark Miller created the comic with the, pr- with the premise, what if Superman had been raised in the Soviet Union? So... What's weird is that now as an adult, I feel like the the story's a bit less hmm. <sighs> impactful. You think so? Because I guess I guess is the it question, less exotic as an adult? <laughs> I think as an the premise is I guess at the age that I'm at now, the questions that I would ask after what if Superman was raised in the Soviet Union weren't addressed. Right. Like I don't think they ever talk about the actual benefits or negatives of of that, and I don't mean to, to. They should have used it as literally a propaganda magazine. Sure, but if you're gonna, if you're gonna do that, it'd be like if you say like, oh, what if Batman was was African? Right. There's a lot more than just his skin tone that has to be answered, and that will change the mythos. Yeah. But for the most part, everything goes exactly the same way with Superman. He's mm-hmm. just, he's just a communist. There's just, there's just some different, um, um fundamental growth. Uh, how do you say checkpoints that change a bit about who he is yeah you know like but things that would just be like natural to whatever culture you're growing up in yeah you know um you see i i don't think it's stated in the uh film but he supposedly lands in the ukraine yeah you know and i think that one of the cool things that this this thing plays around with um like some of the themes that it plays around with is like nationalism from like the other side, like <laughs> the other ultra nationalism, pers- the other perspective, um, you know, causality. Like, okay, so he doesn't land in Kansas, so then what happens because of that, and then what happens yeah. because of that? I think it's a pretty cool thing. Um, Lex Luthor kind of not as a villain; he's an antagonist in the in the literal in the literal term of the word antagonist. But yeah, he's not he's, he's not a villain, but he is a bad person. Yes, being hired <laughs> to do things. To, you know, to benefit supposedly America. And highly manipulative. And, yes. And, you know. And kind of addict to his wife. Kind of addict to his wife. <laughs> um, and, and the idea of an indestructible, indestructible dictator. Yes. The idea of, of what happens when we agree with someone to a point, but then they can't or refuse or aren't able to leave. Yeah. What happens then? And one that for so long means so well. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. I was surprised. I, I'm trying to keep this uh, spoiler free for a little bit longer. Sure. Um, I was kind of surprised. Spoilers for a, a 17 year old story. Yeah, 17 year old book. Um, the Batman stuff I thought was was really good. 
Uh, we're here for the most part primarily reviewing the animated film. So I would go so far as to say the animated film kind of failed the Batman stuff a little bit. You think so? Only because there's a really there's a really cool conversation. I was really going to get into it. I forgot. We're not doing spoilers. There's a really cool conversation that happens in the book okay. that sets the breadcrumbs for the Batman character. Right. I feel like in the film, he kind of just shows up and you're like, oh, oh yeah, right, I know right, right. Batman. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Yeah. They, <laughs> right. they don't, they don't, uh, they don't set up why he becomes the beef of Bat Vendetta. Yes. He just yes. is. When he starts <laughs> to blow things up, um, and you sort I, of accept thinking, that he is because it's like, I know. Who and I remember is. thinking like, Oh, this is V for Vendetta. I totally, that's the first thing I thought of. Like, oh yeah, this is totally V for Vendetta. But it, it's funny because like, if you remove all the niceties and all the like, slightly romantic, he plays piano and he's got, yeah. he, you know, he's <laughs> a little, he's a little broken and, 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 and tragic. He's like, oh, he's a dick. Yes. Yes. He, <laughs> he kidnapped that woman. Yes. A hundred percent. Um, how did you feel about the film after watching it? What 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 was your spoiler free take on the whole thing? Um, Does I it go into the lexicon of must must watches, or is this like a Saturday morning bowl of cereal kind of thing? Oh, I think it's a Saturday morning bowl of cereal. You Never know, you that. Get, you I like get, cereal. Yeah, <laughs> you can get through it. You know, if 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 I think if the first you go through your day, like you get up, you want to eat your breakfast, and you just throw yeah. it on. You give it a shot, uh, says the guy who still hasn't thrown on bloodlines. All right, um, I'm no, I've been I've been waiting on that. I've heard it was actually really, 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 really good. Yeah, I just uh, I, I, we're going to do the Wonder Woman podcast, but I will make this point yeah. right here, right now. Can we stop doing Wonder Woman's origin story? Just, I, uh, agree. Uh, I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm also kind of, I'm also a bit done with Green Lantern origin stories. Can we get one that just knows? Like, I want one that's How in. In the in the thing, I'm, I'm saying that we've gotten a bunch of different Green Lanterns, okay. so we keep re oh, right, starting right, 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 right. The, the story. I want somebody who's been like a ten year on the job cop. You sure. know what I'm saying? Like right. Chris would have been doing this forever. Like Kilowog. Let me see where's the Kilowog origin story at. Those Show losers. his. I want to see his kick his pig people and what happened with all that all, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. There. Okay, yeah, it's fair. Yeah, like every Wonder Woman movie I've seen, literally has been. Here's the mascara. She shows up in man's world. What's a man? Things happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then, What's and then, ice cream? And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I even when it isn't her movie in Justice League, it's a Wonder Woman origin story. For the most part, origin stories. I mean, probably aside from Black Panther, which again got to have the benefit of of heavy lifting in Civil War. Most uh, people aren't going Google Gaga for origin stories. They're but not... that's sort of the, that was the. Uh, I feel like that was this really intelligent trick that people were doing, and I've I've seen it. Uh, I'm gonna end up talking about other stuff again. I'm, I'm, I'm no, trying wait, to box wait, this real it's quick. Fine. Yeah. Um, I think that's this ingenious thing they started doing, where you got the origin story of a character in another movie. Yeah. So the dry, boring, expositional parts of it, right? And so <laughs> yeah. that when we when we need, we can set him up here, so that when their movie comes out, we can just go. Yeah, because You've, Wanda has her origin. Wanda's origins in Age of Ultron. Absolutely. We got to this weird point though, where. That becomes, and I guess it becomes problematic for people who aren't on the train and in the can as deep as we are. Yeah. Because I get people who are just like, wait, I don't understand though. Why is this Spider-Man Spider-Man? I was like, well, they took care of that in Civil War. It's like, why is it in Civil War? Not his movie. I'm like, guys, you got to get on the train here. Yeah. This is a a living, breathing organism. (laughs) It's not just what the part that you saw. We covered his origin in as little bit, and it's not like you need to be told. Do you need to see Uncle Ben get shot again? Yeah. Do you well, need they do that? The G- they do the Jesus thing here, where it's like you see him as a kid, and then you just see him as an adult. Did yeah, you, we, you know. Did you want no any of that interim? Nobody wants to see Jesus as an awkward teen. <laughs> 
hobo Jesus, like in Man of he Steel. He doesn't know what to do with his hair. He's talking to girls that's weird. What is it? Uh, hitchhiking? He's out he, hitchhiking. He was in a bad band. Got some nine inch nails in the background. Yeah. There, there's, there's a lot going on. Um, Could you imagine if Jesus had a rebellious stage? <laughs> he's going through it? Yes. Uh, no, I know. Just I, really in the slayer. I, I dug the voice acting. I think I like the voice acting more in the motion comic, though. I actually don't know who's in this at this point. Uh, for voice actors for the film? Yeah. Let me get that list up. But they, I've been I've been a little bit trepidatious with DC's animated films, to be honest, because I actually think that the film started to decline in quality once they decided they were all going to be connected. Um, I can agree with that. I think interconnectivity has hampered them. Yeah. Um, especially since there isn't like. A timeline? <laughs> you could say a timeline, but there isn't any weight to all this interconnectivity, so it doesn't feel like it's connected for any particular reason. Okay. Because we're not going somewhere with That's it. That's what I'm saying. Without a timeline, you're like going, and then we do that story, and yeah. how about that story? But that story took place before that. We don't care. We'll just kill half right. that person. So like, why, why are these stories connected if their connectivity doesn't matter? Right. And then, and then just why just, just do stories? And then there's there's the um there's also like the negativity that like because all the stories are connected they all have the same art style yeah which like just lives and dies on whether or not you like that style which is a little bit it's not great for everybody and I don't like Aquaman's uh mutton chops <laughs> <laughs> right uh Sam Liu L I U is the director of this film okay Superman is played by Jason Isaacs uh Amy Acker plays Lois Lane Diedrich Bader ah yes Jason Isaacs okay. DJ Bader plays Lex Luthor. Vanessa Marshall, Wonder Woman. Uh, Phil Morris plays James Olsen. Paul Williams, Brainiac. Greg Chun, Ambassador Lee. Phil Lamar, John Stewart. He came back My for man, his, Phil Lamar. Came back for it. Uh, Roger Craig Smith is Batman. We got William Sayers as Joseph Stalin slash Jack Ryder of all two people. Uh, Sasha Roz as uh, Hal Jordan. Um, and more. Tara Strong plays young Superman. So we've got some kind of new faces and some old ones for some characters. How do you like Svetlana? Svetlana Lang. Svetlana Svetlang. Um, well played, friends. Well played. There, there you go. Uh, yeah. I, I, after watching a... After recently getting through a whole season of like um, Jason Isaacs and Star Trek and then being reminded that like he's also in Harry Potter, I'm just like, how many voices does Jason Isaacs have? They got Tara, Tara Strong guy Superman on her credits now. Yeah. Things getting crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I forgot, I'm li- looking at some of these names. Some of these names, some of these people will definitively be in the building when Comic Book Click goes to go see Red Sun in theaters <laughs> later this month. So it'll be really cool. Oh, I think will I, they? Yeah, I think I have. I think I literally have Red Sun the comic somewhere. So I might bring it in see if I get some, get some of these people on it. Uh but yeah, full cast and crew, which is different, obviously, from the from the regular, or not, I guess I wouldn't call it regular cast, but there's a dedicated cast for the Justice League members. Yes. But obviously, it would make sense to make these people be different because it's uh, in, taking place in a different time and a different country. Yes. So. You gotta, we gotta work those accents. I don't want Phil Lamar's Russian voice. Except for, what I'm the, the, beauty, <laughs> the beauty is that Wonder Woman is always from the same place, so she can always be the same yes. person. Weirdly ethnic yeah. accent. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, no one ever gets that specific with that. I actually kind of like that they cast it Gal Gadot with that Israeli. Like, I, I, I like that she sounds different because she comes from a wholly different place. Yeah, but it's like Francis, how they say that they make everyone talk with her accent. <laughs> sure, and and that's and that's its own thing. But like, I think 
once you start breaking that down, it fall like it's it's always gonna fall apart once you start overthinking that. Yeah. Um. Uh, once again, when watching a recent Star Trek show, it's like someone's like, "Why does that Romulan speak with an Irish accent?" I was like, "If you really start thinking about yes, that, this yes. all falls apart." We're talking about the Asgardian British accent all day. Exactly. Like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but One it, of the Warriors Three is Asian. Right. <laughs> What's going on here? And and then and then it falls apart when I start asking the question. It's like, why do the Vikings speak Shakespearean? These things don't match. Like, no, no. People have it. weird ideas of what they think is like. Uh, uh. Damn, I had the word, but like high class, high. You know. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yes, I know what you mean. Let's get full spoilers into it, and I'll go and I'll start by saying, yeah, that that whole. Like, uh, that kid's eyes, you know? Like, I shot his parents. I can't even remember why I shot his parents, but I shot him. And that kid's eyes... Like, it was a Tuesday. Rage. I don't know what happened. I was you drunk. Know, exactly, 100%. But And they shot the kid to get away. Like, they were like, shoo, shoo. And when he wouldn't shoot, they shot him. He got shot in the shoulder. He just shoots him in the shoulder, and the kid's just like, oh... One day. And that will build a terrorist. 100% will build a terrorist. I completely get that. And right. it, it makes their fight... Up there in my eyes with the not the BBS fight, but the Dark Knight Returns fight because it's a it's a fight of ILD ideals again. It's not a fight of I just don't like you and yeah. you don't like me. It's no, you stand for the opposite. Like my life is the way it is because of you. Most for the most part. Yeah. Um. You you would think that like uh the in in the mo- in the movie Batman just comes off as like. Chaotic, tear down, or I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm One mixing of these words up. I think bourgeoisie is the bad guys. Cause Probably, the, yeah. It sounds bougie, so the, the actual bourgeoisie. The actual, uh, cultural historians are going to tear me to shreds. Yes. But, like, just. Right in. <laughs> right. It just seems like Batman's just this chaotic evil that's trying to take down the systematic, you yeah. know, um, uh, political system. Or, yeah. Uh, or political make work. And. Without any of that buildup, it's like, wait, why, why are you here? Yes, and they they go so far as to say that he's crazy. Problem with the state? They go so far as to say that he's crazy. Um, Yeah, and and without the backdrop of the child trauma, he just seems like a crazy man who wants to blow up. Thing, and he also just seems in the wrong. Later on, he says some murders people. Yeah, later on, he says things that might sound poignant. So you might be like, wow, he maybe kind of has a point. But if you realize that that was coming from a person who's dealt with this as a child, like you've seen it, I think it adds a little bit more um, thing. Also, I think the comic starts off with the spaceship, right? Being found? I think so, yeah. Because I, I remember it distinctly starting off with just him on the farm with the girl. Yeah, the film, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah, so let's get into this film. So the film starts off on some farmland in the Soviet Union in 1946 where a group of children are bullying another. They chase the, sc- the scared child away to a nearby tractor, but he suddenly disappears. A young girl comes to his defense, and when the bullies leave, the girl identified as Svetlana, aka this universe's version of Lana Lang, advises the child to stand up for himself. The boy remarks that he doesn't fear the bullies, but ran because he fears what he could do to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Svetlana looks confused, but the boy reveals he has superpowers. She sees this as a great power. She sees this great power as a great responsibility. Ding ding, and tells the Red Son, who will be referring to as Cal El going forward, because they couldn't find any other name for him. Do they ever call him another name other than Superman and Kal-El? I, I, I was trying to wonder if there was like a Russian Clark. I don't know if they do. And actually. I don't think that they do. So we're going to call him uh, back and forth between the Red Sun and uh, Kal-El. Okay. 
Um, she says that he should offer his abilities to the USSR for the benefit of the Soviet Union, and the title card commences. I've always liked the propaganda title cards. They just look cool. <laughs> they just, you know, the, the art style and the, yeah. um, the letter style and all that kind of stuff. And I think that's a lot of why this film, this film has style. That new Superman, uh, suit, the, the, the darker gray, black, red. Yes. Um, there is a certain style to it. Uh, what, how do you feel about that suit? How do you feel about the whole... Um, I, I kind of like it better when he goes, like, full fascistic, and, like, it has the big high collar and the gloves. And the militaristic, like, little shoulder yeah. uh, tassels. Yeah. Yeah, looks really, really good. Um, but, yeah, they, they bring up this idea of, we, we, how did you feel, how did you react when Lana told him, like, oh, you got powers? You totally should give this to the government. Yeah, I was just like, what? What is this? This this manipulative seven, child right? like, that's like just seven? like, oh, you are powerful. You must give your powers to the state, and, and you must Here's you the must proliferate for the for the greatness of our yes, for Mother Russia the and the greater the greater lands. Um, it 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 gives from the beginning, right before the title Eve card even commences, it gives you a level of duty and pride and obligation. You know, like from the beginning, he felt like this. He was uh, meant to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but we open on U.S. propaganda, trying to make sense of an alien who crash landed and now defends and upholds the values of the Soviet Union, while showing incredible feats of strength, speed, and durability. The announcer suggests that this would start a new arms race, but seem to doubt the true existence of the Superman. We are shown Lex Luthor with a full head of hair as he uh, is contacted by the President of the United States to investigate the alien. He agrees to do so, and his wife Lois Lane comes in to kiss her husband. Um, this all reminded me of, um, well, you haven't seen Watchmen, but <laughs> you're probably familiar with I- the idea that yes. um, Dr. Manhattan is an all-powerful being that was used yes. to win the Vietnam War. Yes. And so, um, to the Americans, and when you when you show those videos, those are all videos of triumph. Right. Like, look at this man that we have now defending our truth and justice, and he's going to go over there and he's going to waylay yeah. all our competition. To the Vietnamese, he is a monster god, demon, right. you know, thing. And and um, it shows how, like, I never saw nationalism as scary. Like, USA, what, what, what does it matter? Right. But I can see how some levels, when it starts to come, when nationalism starts to become a level of superiority. Mm hmm. You know, or where you feel the obligation, well, I'm better, so I have to make the world better, starts getting a little bit hairy in that sense. Yes, it does. Uh, it, it's really interesting to see, like, like oh, the 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 Soviets have developed this incredible super weapon. Yes, <laughs> but he might not be real. But he, right. he, I mean, he looks to have all the skills and strength of, I mean, obviously he's not real, but <laughs> so, uh, that was really funny to me, too, because I think that the U.S. would de- downplay something like that mm-hmm. to... Until we got one of our own, which we'll see in a little bit. Um, I also thought it was interesting that from here on out, and I think it just happens in both the film and the movie, Lex starts off almost every scene saying something obnoxiously smart. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, someone will be like, hi, Lex. And he'll be like, wait one second. I'm just uh, counting the ridges inside of the oldest tree of life. <laughs> and, you know, while, you know, crocheting with my feet. One moment. And... I'm beating five-minute chess in one time. Yes. And there's a lot of that happening. And so, like, they, there's a lot of, like. Lois, hello. I'm sorry. I was reading three fascinating books at once. <laughs> and so, like, all of that stuff. Um, How do you feel about America turning to Lex in this time of. Oh, this time of man. Yeah that's, yeah, that's a choice to make. <laughs> 
It, it, it sort of makes you wonder. Like, that's one of those weird things where it's like, wait, is this the first time they've done it? Have we done this before? Yeah. What else has he helped you with? I think it's... Oh, God, did he, did he, did he create the atom bomb? As a matter of fact, now you say that, you know, this mo- this whole entire book, story, film is about whether or not anything is worth justifying the means, right? Because yeah. at one point, Superman teams up with Brainiac. Right. And so it's like, is anyone doing the right thing here? Lex may not be doing the right thing, but is Superman? And so it becomes a whole uh, whole situation there. Um, back in the Soviet Union, many gather as Joseph Stalin introduces his Superman to the masses. While Stalin tries to attribute the building of a dam to Superman, he insists that it exists because of the will and the ideals of the Soviet people before flipping the switch that activates it. In the U.S., a satellite falls out of orbit and comes close to destroying the East Coast when out of nowhere, Superman safely desert- diverts the trajectory. Cal tells the U.S. people that the Soviets have no issue with them. And Lois asks him for an interview, but Cal says the press is the enemy of the people and takes off. Um, <laughs> this was a little bit truncated from the film That's version. That's the most fascistic thing you could probably say. <laughs> in the film version, um, I'm sorry, in the comic version, it's they it's alluded that they it's a false flag kind of thing. Lex yeah. Luthor is going to drop uh, a satellite. Yeah. Um, in the, I need I, I need one hundred scientists. <laughs> yeah, ten million dollars <laughs> and permission to and permission to drop a satellite in a highly populated area. And he goes, "Yes, I'll hold. <laughs> yes, I'll give you a second to think about it." <laughs> um, but we find out later in the film, Lois Lane asks, "Oh, sorry." Uh, later, the two meet and discuss their politics. Superman remarking how capitalism makes people unequal, sort of, kind of, and Lois questioning if Superman is just a propaganda con uh, mascot. Sort of, kind of. Sort of and, kind of. and even the real Superman's kind of a propaganda mascot. Sort of, kind of. Uh, she tells him that the Soviet Union is doing some shady things, including the existence of a gulag or a Soviet forced labor camp set up under Vladimir Lenin and reached its peak during Joseph Stalin's rule from 1930 to 1950. Stalin's yes. not a great guy. No, no. Not and a, he no, also no. did not deal with dissension very well. No. Or dissentors, hence the gulag. Or traitors. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about this whole mirror to yourself moment with Lois and you know it was interesting I'm if I remember correctly and my memory is muddy I feel like the book does not nearly go out of its way to to tell Superman like hey they're messing with you over there man they're doing some bad things for the most part is that that Petrov guy, that that son yeah. of Stalin, is is the one kind of, and he, I, I actually like his inclusion in in the comic because is it Pieter, Pieter, yeah, it's one of those like Pieter, Pieter, um, he has like that's an honest to god inherent like issue gripe that he has. Yeah, I'm next in line. If this guy becomes next in line, he'll be next in line forever. Right. You know, like, and my dad's like all up, all about this. Like, no, I, I, he totally has a, a thing. So the eyes. The idea that he would... Um, my my entire career trajectory has been usurped by this alien, you know, Superman. And the idea that he, because of his political enemy, would go out and use another country to try to sabotage their, you know, what's going on in their politics is not yeah. something that's alien in 2020. Absolutely so, not. So uh, the fact that they would do it here, you know, really speaks to it. Uh, like, that, that was sort of interesting to me in a sense. I don't think there's ever a point in the book where someone specifically points out at least uh, um, clearly points out to Superman that like they're doing some shady stuff over there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
it all gets written up as... as... I feel like it's the movie's way of trying to absolve Superman as quick as possible. Yeah. Yeah, because if he was down with everything he was doing and knew of everything, like right. if, if this was a Superman that it constructed the Gulag, right? You know, this is a completely different situation. You had to which, make it clear that Superman doesn't know, <laughs> which he totally constructs a Gulag in Kingdom Come. So <laughs> it's not canonical, you know, it's not non-canonical. At least he does make a super prison. So <laughs> these things happen. Um, but in Rage at the Proof, oh yeah, because she shows him proof of the gulag with the with the files. Yeah, and there's literally like a two minute beat of him just looking through the files, just looking through the files, <laughs> and just flies off. Like, yep, he, I gotta go talk to him. He flies straight to the gulag and realizes the entire compound was shielded with lead, so he couldn't find it with his X-ray vision. Bastards. <laughs> he enters. Does this even happen in the book? Uh, I don't remember this part in particular. Um, he enters the labor camp and sees its inhabitants dirty and starving, who ask him why they never came to save them. That one kid was a little bit dramatic. Yeah. But it's okay. One of the prisoners is Cal's childhood friend, Svetlana, and Cal destroys the wall of the prison so the prisoners could escape and see the sun. He holds a weak Svetlana in his hands and she dies soon after due to her poor living conditions, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Due to the sunlight or Probably. something like that. <laughs> Before dying, she begs Cal to save the world from bullies, just as she did him a long time ago. I don't think the Gulag stuff is in the in the film. Um, like, not in that particular uh, stage of events. Like, the movie paints it as Lois gives him the information. He goes straight to them and just like, "Hey, what the heck is this?" And Stalin's just like, "Bruh, like, yeah, people do bad things." To... <laughs> and then he goes straight to it. All right, like he goes to it, figures out like they're going out of their way to hide it from him because they made it so that he can't see it. Which is different than just, like, not mentioning it. Right. Like, and, actively hiding it. But, like, in the book, he just kind of comes across Lana and they're like, hey, we're poor. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Um, Yeah, so that... It's Pieter Roslov. Yeah. The head of the NKVD and Joseph Stalin's illegitimate son. Um, I also... Yeah, uh, Stalin died from cyanide poisoning in the comic. Yes. But in the, in the, in the movie, it was way different because what ends up happening is Superman goes to uh, straight to Stalin looking for answers for the prison and the other atrocities. When Stalin states that some people just have to die for the vision of a better world, uh, Superman, Superman decides yeah, to agree. <laughs> that's, 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 Superman kills his mentor with laser vision proving Stalin's point. Yes. And then I want to talk a little bit about this whole like intolerance for intolerance. <laughs> Right, like that's a big that's a big hole people get into, yeah. right? This idea of like we're gonna be the most tolerant, right. so tolerant that we're gonna have a lack of tolerance for, for those intolerance. that have a lack of tolerance. <laughs> um, and and that is you that that is a tricky kind of situation, right? Like we are going to stop the murderers by murdering the murderers. <laughs> yes, yes, and anyone who thinks we shouldn't murder the murderers will be murdered. <laughs> and thus, you know, and that and that, then you're then you're like. It and then by the end of it, we will have gotten rid of all the murderers. Like, have we? It's the perfect world, or as Cap likes to say, it's a world held at gunpoint, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Everyone's going to behave the right way, the perfect way, when they think that everything they do... There's some interesting changes, and I'm like, is, is this the speed up the story? I guess. Because it eventually becomes a point where he takes it all on his own, on his on his back. Sure. The entirety of it. I guess like, this is what that is. And, and And both the book and the movie have that point where... Superman's just like, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. But, like, the book wants him to struggle with the idea for a while, 
until the book has a, a, a way of doing things where like Superman does not fully take charge of a situation until the situation becomes personal. Yes. He almost seems like a guard dog for the country. Yeah. You know, um, the mascot, like I said, the propaganda. But like, he d- like he doesn't kill Stalin. It's it's almost insinuated that Pieta did it. Yeah, you know they never prove it, but like it it it's yeah they 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 hint that Pieta may have done it because he tries to admit to something yes. and Superman doesn't let him. And then but then they comment that Pieta had some dude shot in Red Square. Maybe that was the guy who did it. Maybe Pieta's just doing it to assume his own innocence. Exactly. Screwy politics. Right. Um. In this and politics, just... I felt in that time was that way. Right, like random people dying for random reasons, and whoops, right. I guess I have to be king now. I need a scapegoat. <laughs> Bang. Yeah, whoops, we uh, caught him. Did he confess? No, we caught him. He's dead. Don't worry about it. It's just, it, it happened. He, he did it. We killed him. Remember Justice. when we killed uh, Obama, Osama, and threw him over the ocean or something like that? <laughs> the most, the most hated man in the world, which anyone would have paid to have that man on trial. We just shot him and threw him into the ocean. Yeah, like so, Megatron. Oh, wow. <laughs> um. So wait and, for that sequel. Yeah. So in the movie, it's just you get a few moments of Superman being Captain freaking, you know, uh, communism. Captain communism. <laughs> yeah, Captain Comrade, <laughs> and then Lois gives him some interesting files, files that he cannot refute. He yes. goes over there. They specifically hide this gulag from him, so it makes it all look like a conspiracy of the state. And once Superman goes to Stalin, and Stalin's just like, eh, you know, lives, some people live, some people don't. And Superman's like, you're right. <laughs> I love that his security detail shows up. straight to it. His security detail shows up and is like, what now? And he's like, now we saved the world. <laughs> and, I was like, and they're just like, you just murdered a cool. man. <laughs> yeah, you just murdered a man, but I'm totally down. Um. But I, I, I also imagine at that point that those dudes are just like, look, we've murdered several men for the, we've murdered several people for this guy. Who's yes. another guy we're gonna murder for? Hundred percent. And we're usually our, our whole goal is to work for the guy who's still standing. So that guy's still standing. Granted, I am more scared of the man I could have shot than you. Yes. <laughs> and stop pointing guns at Superman. You know what this is already. There's enough <laughs> videos of this out. Stop doing it. I do love that people just point guns at him as if like, guns. like this is just our automatic. Like, reaction. It, 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 like somebody, we know it makes no sense. It's like somebody threatening you with rubber bands. A bunch of people <laughs> running into a room and going, we will. Which probably, they could probably cause more damage with the goddamn rubber bands. Sure. Um, so, from here, I have to apologize because I don't have a lot of the dates. I know a lot of the stuff is actual, like, supposed to be for like, historical sure. significance. Like, one of the next things we go into is the Korean War. Uh, Superman unilaterally declares the war over <laughs> and unites North and South Korea under his rule. And offers to do the same for the rest of the world. Dwight Eisenhower introduces the U.S.-sponsored LexCorp-created Superior Man, a bizarro, a bizarro clone of the Red Sun. When asked why they didn't keep it a secret, Lex states he wants the Red Sun to be afraid. I think that the Superior Man arc is better in the comic. Because I think him looking like a ripoff, like looking like a, like a, like a Canarsie Avenue fucking right. uh, knockoff of Superman... Looking like Bizarro from the rip, yeah. I think I like that a little bit more because right. it's just like it wasn't cheap. <laughs> like yeah, it's put it, it, it was a Superman you ordered on Wish, a hundred percent. And and I think you got off the rip the the analog. You got that it was Bizarro, yeah, because physically he looked like Bizarro. But in this film, you would be bothered to not get the get the in th- jokes until for, the end. This movie did the Bizarro that you get in Superman Doomsday. Yeah, <laughs> and and kind of in Superman, um, 
was it the third one where he fought himself? Chris Reeves punch, punches oh, somebody yeah. in the come trash. On, come on. In the trash compactor. Come on. <laughs> but, uh, oh, saucy Superman. Um, but yeah, like, I, I like, like, the, the, the strands of hair, like, the three strands of hair. Yeah. And the craggly skin. It all looks like, like, it, it's what happens when we, when we mutilate another person's symbol just to have one of our own. Like, right. this is exactly what happens in that situation. But it also gets a better ending because it's like, the, uh, they see the rocket in the air, and then like they both realize like what's happening, and then and he goes Superman. <laughs> he flies then, into the air, and then Brainiac decides to sacrifice himself to save the people. Yeah, yeah, Bizarro. Uh, he bites that bullet, but in th- that's not what happens here. No, nope. because back in the Soviet Union, uh, Cal meets Diana, Princess of Themyscira, who tells him that while Stalin is a brute, Cal might actually do what the Soviet Union needs. The superior man interrupts Cal and Diana's very long conversation about sex by entering outer space and flying straight down at their location. Do you remember this whole thing? Uh, Where he's like, I want to have sex with you. And she's like, oh, I only have sex with women. And he's like, well, I don't want to have sex with anyone because it's too, it's too, uh, it gets in the way. And she's like, well, sometimes things getting in the way, it's okay. And then he's like, well, I'm more, more like you, like a friend. She's like, well, I like you as a friend. This is a very cyclical conversation. Yeah, I'm like, what are y'all doing? Trying to bait each other when they realize neither one wanted. They're like, Someone oh, make a decision. I'm just joking too. Are you just joking? I'm just joking too. Don't worry about it. We're all just joking. Um, so I I didn't understand that. I didn't understand the purpose of just like uh we we need to outrightly say that like Wonder Woman is lesbianistic. Yeah, I'm like. It really doesn't matter. We get it. She only is having relationships with women on the all-woman island. Like, it didn't need to be said. How do you feel as a Superman fan that in majority of these other Elseworlds situations, when the woman mostly sides with Cal? Do you think uh, that's a, just an inherent kind of, like, understanding? Like, outside outside people looking at humans, maybe? I think there's just always this interest in, like, these two super people and how dangerous they could be together. Yeah. And that, like, she would see him, and, like, like that's the only shining example she has. I was like, uh, that guy's pretty good. I don't trust the rest of them, but that one. It's weird. She is kind of, I, I, I hate to use the word subservient, but she doesn't mind his authority. No. There's various stories where she's like, out, you know, Injustice, Kingdom Come, this, where she's like, oh, you totally got this. Go yeah. do what you got to do. I'm right here. Right hand. Don't even worry about it. Right. But she also like comes from like, I don't I don't want to say royalty, but like, warriors rule. Though that too, a world you know a world where things were ruled, there wasn't really not much of democracy and stuff right. like that. You know, like gods were gods; they weren't having votes to see how people <laughs> were feeling about things down there. They just the democratic it. process of gods. <laughs> yeah, they were not. That that's not everyone. Put there. your glowing ballots into the square. Um, superior man, the man Superman face him, uh, saying he would liberate. Superman's people. They do battle, but as the fight continues, Superior Man suddenly becomes deformed and speaks with slurred speech. We learned Superior Man was never meant to exert too much power, and knowing he would die doing so, Lex sent the clone to fight the Red Sun to his own death for his own means. Superman also learns that this is Lex's doing, sending the two on a collision course that they've been since the dawn of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, How do you feel about that whole American way? And then he dies. He was... Kind of looked like Bizarro at the end a little bit. That was that was yeah, that was the idea. That he was just mutating into this Bizarro esque blob thing, and then just goes boom. Yeah, and there was a camera in him though, right? That's how I think 
that's how Superman's able to deduce that it's a LexCorp stuff. Yeah. In 1961, it just it just comes off like really empty at the end. It's just like, oh well, he just dies. And they keep moving forward. They yeah. just move forward. They drop the thread and they just okay. Well, now we're in 1961. Superman destroys the Berlin Wall and delivers an impassioned plea for Germany to stand united. The U.S. sees this. I don't as, know why. <laughs> he's just going around doing shit. The U.S. sees this as a hostile takeover by the Soviets, which causes Lex to enact Plan Two, uh, sending the alien Brainiac to miniaturize and bottle Stalingrad. The ship tries to escape. It does grab the the city and bottle it, but tries to escape using its shields. And Superman breaks them uh, and destroys the ship using Brainiac's tech. Superman has created. So in this, he he bottles Stalingrad on quote unquote purpose. I think Lex bottles Stalingrad, and then. But in the book, he gets mad at Brainiac for bottling Stalingrad because it was the wrong city. Yes, yes, yes. Uh. And so... A lot of liberties got taken with this story. A lot, yes. Um, and the, the whole, like, Brainiac and Bottle. Like, they still got to do the Brainiac Bottle thing, right. you know? So, uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. But this is what I told you as I was watching. I was like, oh, we, we've got to do the all-star, like, cast where people he know. Like, we gotta, we've got to shove Superman's, like, history into it, this entire... It's everyone you know, and they do everything that you know that they do. <laughs> in 70 minutes. Yes, yes. Um... So, uh, yeah, he is able to take down the ship and he's able to use Brainiac's tech to create a Euphoria, um, uh, albeit a forced one. Or Utopia. A, a Utopia, yes. Utopia. Euphoria is a good show on HBO. During a museum <laughs> tour, a terrorist blows up uh, a museum that was a monument to Superman, stating his will was not the one of the people. Did I say the I did. I did. I did like his his MC skills. <laughs> I did like his. You know, and now everything was going to blow up. The explosions continue as it is revealed the terrorist is this world's version of Batman. Diana and Cal save others from the explosions as Superman swears to confront the Batman. Mm-hmm. On Earth, Lex has acquired an additional alien spaceship. They're just giving him freaking alien spaceships at this point. Right. Uh, and this one with a magic ring attached to uh, attached to a dead alien. Luther breaks the finger off and tells Captain Hal Jordan that he will lead their new military force. Superman... I, I liked in the comic that they were like, um, that's an incredibly powerful weapon. I'm surprised you didn't take it for yourself. And he's like, Ugh, it, it flew away and went to some other other dude that wasn't going to fight for it. <laughs> Which is, I, I totally believe that. Because yeah, if Lex found that ring, he's like totally putting it on me. Unless he thought it had some adverse effects. And then yeah, give it to the weird pilot we just met. Um, Superman's... But for, me- but for Lex, like... That's almost the same thing. Yeah. Like, I can, if, even if I don't wield this weapon on my own finger, I can still wield this weapon. I wield you. By just directing it in that. <laughs> yeah, I wield you as the man. Um, what would you think of, of how Jordan. Uh, uh, Russian, guess, a lot of the Russian, a lot of the Russian or USSR versions are just people with funny hats. So, <laughs> yeah. There's that. <laughs> but it was also one of those things where it's just like, wait. Why did we have to? Why did we have to show like the alien that it came with? Oh yes, <laughs> the dead alien, Abensur. And I, I think in the comic it was alluded that Abensur is the Roswell crash. Oh yeah, the crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is kind of interesting. But I also like that like you almost never, you never see Abensur in the in the book. It's no. just like the it's already crashed. The ring's already gone somewhere. Yeah, and yeah, he just like rips off his finger <laughs> in, yeah. in in this year. Uh, I was like, why? Wait, why did we have to see you give it to Hal Jordan? We see that and then it's like Hal Jordan's had it for thirty minutes and he's figured it out. We also see that Superman's using this weird neurotransmitting 
this mass neuro neurotransmitting device created by Brainiac to sort of keep the public docile. Right. I wouldn't say brainwashed because they don't seem to be brainwashed, but they just seem to be kept in check by this technology. And that bothers Wonder Woman. And that also bothers Queen Hippolyta, who decides to close the Themyscarian embassy because of this whole new mind control regime. Yes. I feel like the as, as we're going on, I feel like the movie just does not handle the entire, like, Superman's fall into tyranny. Yeah. Because it just... Maybe happens. it happens so fast, I guess. It just happens. Yeah. And, and I and we also because of comic because of the convention of comic books and the lack of this um mechanism in animated films, because of the inner monologue. Yeah. We are watching uh, when you're reading the book, you can see the machinations um turning in Superman's head of like, oh well, just right. a little bit more communist. <laughs> just a little bit more sure. communist. But in this, it's just going by we're almost we almost more in the head of Lex than we are of, of Superman in this film. To, where, to a point. But a lot also, of a lot of the Superman stuff we see is like um, newsreels. Like we're seeing him do the things after the fact. Right. You know. But like what what bothers me is that like there's it, there's very little like you don't get him struggling to not be that person. Right. Because it's just it's Superman hero of socialism saves people saves people all over the globe. And then just murder Stalin. I don't. And now he's <laughs> yeah. tyrannical. Yeah, and I think that like it, it's weird that they did the part with the gulag in the film, right? Because then it's him knowing the difference between right and wrong. Yeah, and it's almost saying that everything that happens after the death of Stalin is communist the right way. Uh, I guess so, yeah. Because he's eliminated the bad parts of it. He found out about the bad parts and he's right. eliminated it. Where in the book, it's all like, well, this is, no, he's down kind of for all of it. Like, this is this is what he was raised in. This is how he feels is the best way to lead a nation. It's, it is really mishandled, the whole idea of him, like, sort of falling into the state. Because, like, the book does a really good job of, of sort of presenting the idea that he was raised well, but still raised differently. Yes. Like, he's still raised by, like, good parents on a farm to yeah. some degree. Mm-hmm. But, like, they maybe didn't tell him about the dangers of power because they respect power in that sense. Yeah, and in the beginning, like, when he saves the satellite, there's a lot of seemingly genuine sentiment about, like, I'm not put on this earth to be a soldier. Like, I'm here to right. save everybody. I'm here. Yeah. I love everyone, and I'm a beacon for everyone. It just so happens that I want everyone to be on this side of the of politics, but I'm not, you know, but I, I'm I have mostly no just a servant to the people. Right. And I think it, I think there's a there's a shift in the comic between him becoming a, a service to the people or, you know, a soldier in service to the people and actually leading the people. And I think that it qu- requires two different mindsets. And But for me, that is the point where it's like, where Superman does not act uh, unilaterally until it becomes personal. Yes. So he yes. does not. He does not decide to take up the position of leadership until um, Svetlana dies, and he decides, okay, I can't fix all the things. I'm now going to fix all the things. Yeah. Because I lost something that yeah. I could have stopped. Right. And I'm kind of mad that they and I killed that man like instantly because he did something right. against me. He didn't just do something against people. This was like, he did it against me by making it a lead line. He, right. he legit hit it from me. Whereas like, in the movie, it's like, Lois presents him with 
irrefutable evidence. He goes over there. He finds they specifically hid it from him because they they put it in a they um, built it with the lead so that he could never have seen it to begin with. Yeah. And like then Svetlana dies. Yeah. And then he just outright murders Stalin. Exactly. And it's but like, check it out here because you know even in the in the conversation about Demascara leaving the embassy, um, Superman looks at her like she's crazy. He's like the gulags are done. There's no blood. Right. No one's. Like everyone's to my will and there's no blood and she's like, but there's mind control, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's totally mind control. How do you feel about Brainiac's constant advice to destroy <laughs> Earth? I'm not Earth. I'm North America, and go to war with the United States and Superman's constant refusal. What do you think about that whole? Uh, that happens a lot. It sounds like it, it, it reminds me of those like evil droids in Star Wars. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's always like, what do you think we should do, Brainiac? It would only destroy, last five hours. <laughs> destroy the United States, kill Lex Luthor. No, I don't want to do that the next year. <sighs> what do you think we should do? Uh, destroy the United States. <laughs> that revolution must be bloodless, Brainiac. Yeah, uh, Wonder Woman says she doesn't. She hasn't given up on Superman yet, but that his will is not the way. Yeah. It happens. While having dinner with an ambassador, the Batman sets off another explosion. Turns out, Batman kidnapped Wonder Woman. Binding her with her own lasso, truth, hoping Superman came to save her. Um, I, it's also revealed that there's all there's like um, he has like cohorts. Sure, he has like people of the like in his bat terrorist army. They're wearing has, hockey pads. Yes, and they have the bat uh Russia hat, the, the, <laughs> which is which is funny. Yeah, because he still believes in branding even through through this uh this uh branding is rev- important revolution, baby. Batman um. Says he always wanted to wait for the moment to embarrass Superman and reveals that he has a bomb rip underneath his ribcage. Right. Suddenly, lamps mimicking rays of the red sun sprout out, leaving the actual red sun defenseless as Batman beats the hell out of him in a violent rage before imprisoning him. He beat the hell out of this man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I like that, that was Superman ugly. was like, oh, like, lights? Uh, keep him on for a couple million years and I might get a sunburn. And then Batman just starts beating the whole <laughs> hell out of him. And even then he doesn't get it because his answer is, how did you get so strong? It's yes. like, you dummy. <laughs> yeah. And then he says something like, um, the last son of Krypton is something, something else. Um, that told us everything we would have to know about your weaknesses. Yeah. Um, and he just starts beating on this man and imprisons him in this like basement full of uh, red light. And so, oh yeah. Then we have Wonder yeah, Woman using her, using her pure willpower, Wonder Woman breaks her binds, leaving her incredibly weak and turning her hair white. I never understood how that happened in the comics or here, but I guess it's like one of those like rogue things, I, stress. I, I, I guess. How you like white, do you like white-haired any? Any member of the Justice League? No. No? No? I'm trying <laughs> to think. I didn't, think it could, could, I didn't mind like them beyond Bruce a little bit. I, 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 but I guess I guess that's just like that's old man Grace, and I just accept yeah. that as a natural yeah. progression of you like the Kingdom Kingdom Come Grace. Uh, you think we could ever adapt that for a Superman in modern times? We just acknowledge. Now that I'm saying that, we will just acknowledge like now going forward that he's oh now he's, he's a little he's, up there. Uh, I don't think anyone wants to see that. No, no. Ah, uh, too much vulnerability in their Superman, bro. Maybe that's what, ha- that's what happens. Um, but it also just makes you think of how many stories you missed. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> like he's been here for a while. Wait, I want to know those. Yeah. Uh, uh, Magnus always had great white hair. Great. Uh, Magneto, yeah. since he was 12, he's always had great. <laughs> same thing with Quicksilver. <laughs> since they were young, they've always had uh, milk white hair. Charles, Charles. That's it. Charles. She manages to destroy the Red Sun apparatus, freeing Superman from his prison. But when Superman tries to apprehend Batman, Batman self-destructs. 
Uh, Wonder Woman, disgusted by the entire... Uh, it was so awkward the way they just animate Batman going boom. Yeah. Also, he doesn't die in the comic. You just see parts like fall, like explode, like, like to the side. Like <laughs> I don't think he dies in the comic because I hear that he like after Superman dies, he like tries to help rebuild. I think unless I'm, I'm unless I'm uh, confused. Do you remember him blowing up in the actual comic book? Yes, I think so. Uh, yeah, you know, you're right. He kills himself as a martyr to the cause. Yeah. And then Pieter is turned into a Superman robot. <laughs> and that's what I'm reading. That's what I was writing. Yeah, the, 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 the lobotomizing is, is kind of a thing. So this, <laughs> I, I always call this like a three-phase, like a, there's a three-phase Lex attack. This isn't, Batman's thing is not, has anything to do with Lex. But the first stage was the Bizarro, and then the second one was Brainiac. And now we're going to get to the, uh, what is it, the Bright Light Initiative? <laughs> uh, I guess so. I think that's what they called it. Um, but, 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 cause we still got the alien tech. Uh, yeah, one of them is discussed about the whole event. She was madder, way madder in here than she was in the comic. She was like, you men, <laughs> I'm <laughs> never coming back. Uh, and so she boogies. Um, and yeah, she leaves in the U.S. Lex becomes president and starts to declare Superman's rule one of tyranny. Right. Brainiac advises Superman to invade the U.S. and suppress Luther's revolution, but he refuses. Suddenly, a fleet of American Green Lantern shows shows up in Superman's territory, and he gets rid of most of them in quick fashion. Then they try a united attack, but fail to subdue him, and he overpowers their constructs until um, they trap him in one. What do you, you think about this whole initiative? How do you get Green Lanterns for everyone in America? Uh, I guess you just, like... It's a lot of sectors, bro. That sector is overmanned, B. You that, that, that's just that, that faux science talk where it's like, we reverse-engineered the that's ring. That's all he ever does is reverse And then find out how to, you know, mass-produce them. And he still... Uh, Superman's power was still better than their willpower. Sure. It he, always is. He busts up a couple constructs. Do they have a big fighting history, Green Lantern and Superman? Not that I know of. No. Like, has he ever stood a chance? No. No, really? I don't think so. Anyhow, Jordan fans, get on here. I want to hear some. I want to hear some stories of how doing some things. I mean, like, because he he almost gets killed by Robin. Robin, I was gonna say, Justice people. League shames the heck out of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that whole series. Like, Green Lantern's got this, and Darkseid just bitch slaps him, <laughs> and then the two Parademons just jump on the scraps. Doesn't he have like a Green Lantern construct sling? Yes. <laughs> Still, you can't put that on a poster. Um, so suddenly Diana shows up. Were you surprised to see Diana back? I I was. I remember going like, I don't remember this happening. <laughs> like, like she's okay now. She's got a white suit, and yeah. then she she just came back pretty much just to shame him and leave. She also asks him to do the truce with Lex. It's like you don't. We don't want to do. You don't want to go to war. Stop doing this. Let go of this craziness. Yada yada yada. Which I thought was interesting. Um, but still not friends. We're still, I'm still not down with you, bro. Which, it's gotta be a little bit heartbreaking for Superman. Mm. Uh, what bugged me out is she's like, yeah, you need to stop this stuff with Lex. And he's like, no. And then he goes to punch her in the face. <laughs> as hard as he can. And I was like, that's a, that's, all right. This is where a, I get off the bus. If, 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 if that's this, a mature reaction. If this is to gauge how far I'm willing to go with Superman until I jump off, you know? 
that was the moment because he was all like, "Oh no! I'm not only am I not stopping this war with Lex, I'm about to punch you in the face. You just got to deal with it. You are not enemy of the state." She blocks it, remarks in disgust again how he is the same like everybody else, and all the other men, and declares that Demascara is no longer in league with Cal, and she leaves. Which, it's kind of a waste of a scene. There's a lot of yelling about like, and it will disappear, and you will never see it, and we will never be friends again. You don't ever call me, and I'm blocked you on MySpace. It's all that stuff going on. Uh, Superman's just there, and so Superman uses his rage to disable all the lanterns mm-hmm. and confront uh, Luther at the White House with Brainiac and his ship. Um, at this point, it's he's going in there and snatches ass up, right? Yeah. Like, like in um, you ever seen that Justice League? I think a limited episode. Where he had killed somebody. I think he killed Wally West. Uh, Lex Luthor as president. And Superman just goes straight into the freaking... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and Lex was like, you're going to put me in jail. And my lawyers are going to get me out. And we're going to do this thing round and round. And Superman's just like, nah. <laughs> He's like, not this time, bro. Um, the Time Lords. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, when they no, arrive... The Justice Lords. The Justice Lords, you're right. The Time Lords is... That's somebody else, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I I know I've heard that before. Time Lord. Is, that's not Doctor Who, is it? I don't know. I'm I don't watch Doctor Who. I don't watch Damn Doctor it. Who either. So I don't Damn know. it. Someone who watches Doctor Who, write in. So, <laughs> so, so uh, when they arrive, they reveal that there is no uh, defense protocol stopping them from their goal. Wait, isn't that, um, isn't that, uh, the, the tomorrow? What do you mean? The CW? Oh, the Time Lords? Yeah. No, I swear that's like a Rip Hunter thing. That's what I'm saying. Legends oh, oh the, legends, the Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah. I thought you were talking about like one of those weird like the Tomorrow People shows that oh, they be no, having. No, 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 no. I've never seen that. <laughs> I was like, wait. Yeah, they, they have a lot of shows with CW. Yeah. yeah uh, that's fair. Yeah. Wait. No, well, the Time, Lord, the Time Lords are an ancient extraterrestrial species in the British scientific television series Doctor Who. Oh, well. So, yeah, it is. That, that's, yeah. Score one for the Whovians. You, and you Whovians took too long to write in. We figured it out. Mm. So, <laughs> thanks, I guess. Um, so when they arrive, oh yeah, they find out there's nobody, there's no, there's no protocol stopping them from their goal. I thought he was dead. I thought Lois was coming out to be like, yeah, he's dead. I hope you're happy. <laughs> like yeah. he, he, he worked himself crazy to fight you. Now he's dead and you can't fight him. He can't fight you. So now what's going to happen? Right. Uh, but Lois comes out. I, I, now that I look at it, I almost see it as a bit of a strategic tactic. Because if Brainiac didn't um, go haywire, I'm assuming Lex would have showed up with the mech suit. Right. While Superman was like, you know what? I do want to leave America alone. And as he flies away, <laughs> he's got the uh, mech suit. Who knows what the hell he was going to do. But um, he, she shows up with Stalingrad, the bottle. Yep. As an olive branch. And then reams him out. <laughs> and it's like, this bottle is basically a microcosm of the entire world that you wanted. You wanted to put all the world in a bottle. The same way Tony Stark wanted to put a suit of armor on the world. This is not handled as well as it is in the book. It's a little bit heavy-handed. A little bit. Like this one speech by this one lady who's the mortal, the, the wife of your mortal enemy. Uh, uh, then we have to jump. And now we immediately have to jump to Brainiac just being like, you know what? Screw it. I'm done with you. Exactly. Uh, he tries to retreat. Oh, realizing his way, Superman declares that humanity should have the freedom to do as they please because that freedom is the true end of suffering. Where do you sit on that? Where do you sit on the idea of having the freedom to suffer? Because <laughs> that's that's where it comes down to, right? Most people who try to make a perfect world try to eliminate the freedom to suffer in that perfect world, right? Yeah. I mean... And they're saying that the true, the true 
way to live life is to have the freedom to do bad and good things. I mean, listen, like, like socialism as an idea is lovely, but like it doesn't work. Yeah, painting everybody with the same practice. brush. Everybody just march behind the guy next to them. Uh, he tries to retreat, but Brainiac refuses to shut down his weapon system, stating that their surrender would throw things into chaos. Superman insists, but Brainiac fires on Cal. Turns out Brainiac was never on uh, Superman's side and only no. wanted to bottle the entire world, which he saw as the obvious conclusion to Superman's crusade, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, you're going to fuck this. Like, I know you're going to fuck this. I'm just going to be next to you when you fuck it, so you can just let me do what I want to do yeah. afterwards. Like, oh, look, it's me, Brainiac, just doing the thing I do. What? What did you say you want me to do, Superman? Put all this in a bottle? I wouldn't even know how. <laughs> um. So... Uh, the two battle with Day Superman. two hundred and eighty-one of Kal-El's occupation. <laughs> he still has not realized that the cat <laughs> in the room is still, like is actually a camera, and it's and it's a Democrat. Mm. The, the uh, Superman and um, Brainiac do battle, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Lex shows up in a mech suit to take out their common enemy. Why? I don't know. I, this never happens in the comic. It's very confusing. We just had to add. We, like, it's, it's Luthor. They know the mech suit. Like, what? what? No. Do Wait. the mech suit. What? What? What is it? Um, Why? Why did we add this? It's it's the one, the guy who keeps yelling to do the same song at the at the rock concert. Clark Freebird. <laughs> yeah, do the mech suit. He does other things, sir. <laughs> he does other things. Um. So they fight together, uh, those two, which was pretty interesting. Sure. I guess. Uh, And this then is... this is what kind of like. I was like, all right. Um, Superman's able to get the last blow on Brainiac. Turns out Brainiac has his ship rigged to self-destruct after yep. the destruction, of course. And the explosion would cause millions of casualties. In his last act to save humanity as he always wanted, and knowing he would never survive, the Red Sun flies the ship out of the Earth's orbit and perishes with it, supposedly. Um, I am about up to here <laughs> with superhero X grabs bomb A and runs in direction Z. I'm about done. I get it. I get it. It's hard to get rid of a bomb. I've seen the. Some days you I, just can't get I've rid of a bomb. I've seen it. You can't throw it at the, the, the baby ducks or the nuns. I've seen it. Um, the Red Sun. Yeah. So back in the US, Lex leaves office and promises to give aid to the Russian people, reinvigorate their economy, and show them some democracy. He speaks about United Nations and relinquishes his presidency to President James Olsen. Right. Da, 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 which never happens. Uh, I think James Olsen is his vice president in the comic. Uh, before promising Congratulations, to re- I came with the black guy. Before promising da, 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 to retire da, da, da. with Lois as a man who looks like Superman is seen leaving the crowd. I feel about black Jimmy Olsen. I'm fine. I've, I've gone yeah. four or five seasons of it. This is the second... I think this is the first time in animation, right? Uh, I think so. Because he's still all red-headed uh, and bespectacled in the comic book. Yes. But is... But is um, Pretty much James Olsen from uh, Batman v Superman. <laughs> That's true. Uh, let's. So that was basically how the comic end. That how the thing ends. Okay, can I can I mention that like this movie left out one of my favorite things in the book, mm, which is this. Um, Lois's secret love affair. <laughs> oh with yeah, Superman. yeah. But they never do anything, right? No, they they just ne- constant like oh that man. Like no, no, they never do anything in the book, but like. Lois is constantly throughout the book just going like, <sighs> yeah, pining for him. Maybe I should. There's a part where she, where when they first meet Superman, it's like, 
and the most important thing I saw that day was five foot three and you yeah, know, wearing... and smelled like Chanel number five. Yeah, and I was just like, like, why do you know what that is? Anyway, um, like that was the most one of the most intriguing things in the book that like Lo- Lois will always be drawn to the Superman, and in this she's just like, no, I'm, I'm a good wife. Yeah. Why do you think they stopped it there? Um, what do you mean the film? Why do you think they stopped the film's events at the at the apparent death or resurrection of Superman? Um. I, 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 I guess drawing it out any further, I don't know. You get it, to the craziness that is the comics? Maybe. I, I'm, I'm not huge on the whole, like, we send the baby Kal-El off. It's, it's not a big deal to me. Yeah. Because um, even when it happens in the story, I'm just kind of like, wait, what? All right. <laughs> oh, in the thing, remember, in the, um, in the book, they didn't, he didn't actually see the bottle of City. He saw a letter that, that Lex wrote to um, Superman and said, why don't you just put the whole world in a bottle? Yeah. <laughs> which is which was a lot, a, a lot smaller of a message, but writ large. Yeah. Which this one literally came out with the bottle and was like, hey, you're basically doing this, which is a little bit more hand-holdy. But again, 70 minutes, right? So, it, 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 it just makes a lot of like weird, unnecessary changes. Yeah. Like, why did we need mech suit Lex? Mech suit Lex. I don't know. Was somebody just dying to draw mech suit Lex? I guess so. And it wasn't even, like, all purple and green. It was just, like, regular uh, Mark I no, <laughs> mech suit. But, like, that's probably, I guess, how it would, I don't know how it would look back then. I don't know. Things <sighs> do get kind of sort of crazy in the book post what happens in the film. Yes. So this is what happens in the book. The Soviet Union falls into chaos after Superman's death, but is soon brought back under control thanks to the Batman. Resistance members who began wearing the costume after Batman's death. That's why I assumed that he wasn't dead, because I remember at the end, Batman doing something. But yeah, I guess he was a martyr. Luther integrates many of Superman and Brainiac's ideas into the new philosophy of Lutherism. Yes. And forms a global United States. This becomes the defining moment for mankind's future as it enters an unprecedented age of peace and stability. Yes. A benevolent world government is formed and maintained. Luther presides over a string of scientific achievements, including the curing of all known disease and the colonization of the solar system. Luther lives for over 1,000 years. This is just Luther at the presidential address like Dave Chappelle, like, Mars! Yeah, that's it. That's what's going next. He's talking about Mars! Sir, but what about you? Know, I'm not even worried about that right it's now. <laughs> at the Luther funeral is going re- to space. <laughs> at the Luther funeral is revealed that Superman survived the explosion of Brainiac's ship and is apparently immortal. Superman attends the, sun- the funeral wearing a business suit and thick glasses, essentially identical to the appearance of Clark Kent, an identity he never adopted in this timeline. Luther's widow Lois. Victor Clark. <laughs> Luther's widow Lois sees the mysterious figure in the crowd. And other than an eerie sense of deja vu, suspects nothing. She got a tingle. Mm-hmm. Superman walks quietly away from the ceremony, planning to live among the humans rather than rule over them. Billions of years in the future, Earth is being torn apart by tidal stresses from the sun, which has become a red giant. Luther's descendant, Jor-El, sends his infant son, Kal-El, uh, <laughs> rocketing back to the past. The final panels of the comic book depict the landing of Kal-El's time ship in the Ukrainian collective. Oh, it goes back to the... Oh, I didn't know. I didn't went to Earth. I mean, not Earth. Uh, the United States. Oh, it lands back in the Ukraine, creating a. Uh, I I don't. I I guess that's like, you know what it is. 
if that's the case, because I, 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 I fully admit I didn't understand it and I just moved on because I was tired. If that's the case, I feel like it's a writing trick. Oh, to get it back into the... You can't continue this story because I put it in a loop. Well, that's another that's another big part of what a lot of these kind of creators been doing lately, right? Is writing the endings yeah. and going, no, I know what happens in the no, future of my story. Over. In the future of my story, this is what happens. Story's over. You that's know? it. Don't touch it. Um, so it's like you can't you can't put out a Red Sun sequel because the story's a continuous loop. Yes, <laughs> and it also uh, effectively makes Superman the descendant of Lex Luthor and Lois Lane. Yes, but it also makes this like that. That also just draws you into. Dark, dark places that you don't want to understand. They made the Superman like Lex Luthor spends his entire life trying to destroy his great, 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 great grandson. <laughs> yes, yes, out of pure malice and anger. And 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 Lois is pining to sleep with her great, 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 great grandson. That's a Marty McFly. That was like, a, yeah. do you want to ask these questions? I don't think you do. I'm telling you, they're getting ready for that Back to the Future reboot. Oh, I'm, man. They're getting, um, so, and when the New Fifty Two started, they designated this Earth as Earth Thirty. I don't know the significance of it being 30. Uh, but yeah, since then, he's this character, the Red Sun Superman, has been... Majority of the Red Sun characters are in um, Injustice, the first Injustice. Including Red Sun and Solomon Grundy, which I never... Yeah. That was never a thing, but it is what it is. They have, they have some fun sometimes. I think one of the most interesting parts of this story is the idea of Superman not... Never hiding the fact that he's Superman. People have spoken about this... And whether or not this is the most maligned or um, important part of the character. I guess I ask, where do you sit on Cal's double life as part of the character's characterization? I mean... Is it integral or is it something that... I think it, I old think, hat? I think it is in, in, in integral in the sense that, like, we can, we can go in circles all day on the... He's a public figure, so anyone... So anyone obviously connected to that public figure is in imminent danger at any and all times. Yeah. Because we just... To the point where we make fun of it now, it's like, wait, you kidnapped Lois? Yeah. yeah. You idiot! Yes. 100%. He's coming right for us! That's exactly... That's exact. Yes. You should know better at this point. Um, with Without his ability to be... To delete the dual lives, he can openly rule a country. Yes. Which I think is maybe maybe that's where why that uh, secret identity it, it grounds him. I I think at some point there is that danger where it's like, like once you have revealed yourself, then who are you? Are you Clark Kent or are you Superman? And also, where do you where does your enjoyment lie? Sure. It, are you actively portraying Clark Kent out of some need and want to be uh, similar to those that you also see in society? I think that's a I think that's a weird statement though because it it, it seems to it's it's the Jesus thing. Mm-hmm. Superman lands on Superman lands in Kansas and then he is Superman. Yeah. And we just kind of ignore those like 20 years of him growing up the same as most humans. Right, right. He went yeah. to high school, he was an awkward kid, he had one girlfriend. People, you know. Yeah, cuz cuz a, a part of that Clark can't um, you know, persona. Yeah. Uh, we're we're sh- shown, and it, you know, the the old superhero trope is that superheroes have a secret identity so that the people that are close, close to them to don't them. get hurt. Yes. Ca- there's no um collateral damage. It it is the it is the uh the the over the top version of saying a cop doesn't serve in the place he lives, so right. they can't get 
right. hurt and, the people. And I guess the question that I have that maybe has been answered in other stories, maybe that you've read, um, is, is it purely a survival tactic or does he genuinely like disappearing into the crowd? Like, would, did, would he feel more comfortable being the out and out? This is me. I, 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 it takes me two seconds to get a coffee and it takes me two seconds to write an article. Or does he like the mundane American way? Let's go to a drive through kind of stuff. I think Clark Kent is a pretty private person. Yeah. Like, I think Clark Kent has his circle of friends. And is it because he's alien, though? I think like, that has that add a, to it? I think that has a bit to do with it because there's only so many people he can be purely honest with. Yeah. And there's also only so many people that can like understand like where Clark just randomly leaves the party. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's gone. We know what he's doing. And also how do you not constantly eventually connect that to like like where did Clark go? Yeah. Oh, Superman just saved that train that nearly fell. How you been reading the new Superman stuff where he's is God identity. no! I haven't read since I haven't read since Bendis, since Bendis started Man of Steel, which is hilarious because we covered the Action Comics One Thousand, yes, which would have been the last stuff before that trickled in. Yep. Uh, which I I read a little bit of it. I'm not a big fan of that Rogelzar dude. I Rogelzar. I'm not a big. I've never been a big fan of them going back to well. Why did Krypton explode? Why? Just but did. Why did it? It just did. But when we think about it, it's like, come on, Sometimes man. planets just die. Let it be. Leave it alone. Sometimes oh my science does science things. Ugh. Um, but do, do you kind of get what I mean by, with the whole, like, they, they, in this, and maybe it was never meant to be, but in this story, they never, exp- uh, um, they never explore the differences between communism and capitalism. Like, they don't ever, like, the other things that are inherent with Superman living over there, like, like trade and like like I felt like they opened the can of worms here and you can easily just be like oh Nazi Superman is just Hitler you know what I'm saying like it's the world is exactly the same except instead of Hitler it's Superman um I wouldn't say Nazi obviously though but cause like there's they're but, not but here's the thing it's seen it's it's shown almost that after Superman's death in both things are brought to a more prominence sure so he's almost painted as the villain in both of these mediums. Not in not in the beginning, not in the very beginning, but towards the end, we all are better for him having left or blown <laughs> up or 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 faked suicide or whatever. But that, that's also saying like we were all better for you know having the fake squid destroy the city. It's crazy how that works, right? <laughs> it's crazy how that works. Or, so these all Doctor Manhattan destroys can, the city, whichever version of can it. Can these all knowing beings leaving us the hell alone? Because that seems like we're all gonna get to the same eventuality, which is like yeah. Uh, let us govern ourselves, please. We might be dumb only, and clumsy only, only and fat. In, only, <laughs> only in universes where the story ends and there isn't another all-knowing bad guy that shows up. Yeah, because like, if like if if the if the super being you know goes away and there's prosperity for a while, it's like yay, that's all fine and dandy. So all fine and dandy. So dark side boom tubes in. Yes, it's like uh-huh. oh boy, look now, who needs Superman. Same page. Everybody's on the same page all of a sudden. How um. How do do you think that obviously this is a comic book, so this is you know incredibly fictionalized. Sure. But do you think that the U.S. would have a similar response to a literally superpower being existing somewhere else? Uh, create our own, or, or anything like. <laughs> I think before create was create their own their first. Yeah, it was their first one, right? Uh, 
Our first choice was hire the scientist to figure it out how to see if he's real. How to yeah, see if he's real. Once how they find he's real, it. then make another one. Then it became like make our own Superman. We yeah. must have a Superman. We must have the the nuclear bomb to fight the nuclear bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's one of the things said in the in the film during the, one of the prop, propaganda things is Dwight Eisenhower saying like they have a man stronger than one of our hydrogen bombs. Yes, which is that's a big statement to make on yeah. national television. He could just hydrogen bomb all over the place all day, every day. My God, doesn't tire. Oh, what what's the next Superman property to come out? Probably that show, right? On uh, CW. Oh yeah, probably. Uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. He has two kids. They're gonna do all. Are they gonna do all the stuff that Superman one did with like Parasite and Bizarro and uh, all the onesies and twosies? Toy Master. Are they are they grabbing all those guys again? Uh, did we already do Toymaster? That's what I'm saying. They also did Parasite and they did Bizarro. They did all those. Oh, all you, the oh, you mean Supergirl season one? Yes. Okay, you said yeah. Superman season one. No, that's what I'm saying. In Superman season one, are they gonna retread all the Supergirl season one stuff because it's basically the same? It's like if you made a Batman show. Okay, yeah, you're doing see, League of Assassins. Okay, see, you're doing. Yes, see, <laughs> see, see, you 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 run into some difficulties there because yes, we 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 did a lot of things in Supergirl season one and two that were essentially gender swapped. Or other female, or just other variations, yeah. Superman villains, because we weren't doing Superman, we were doing Supergirl, but they're the same people. Um, that one's weird. I think we can still get away with Zod, because Zod is only mentioned once, and it's in a hallucinative state. Do you remember that? Say that one more time. I think we can still do Zod, because Zod is only mentioned once, and it's in a hallucinative state. You're right. Yeah. Because we get non. Yeah. Zod comes up when Superman is hallucinating that Supergirl is Zod. And that could create a bigger... Yeah, that's, uh, that seems a bit bigger than non and... Uh, yes. Alor? 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 No, Alor was the, the... Mother? Mother. Who's but, the aunt? Um, I don't remember, but and they also Indigo. did like the other Brainiac. Indigo, Indigo yeah. yeah. Yeah, Indigo. Yeah. Um. So like we can we can still do Zod. Um. Bring Maxwell Lord back. Is he dead? He's not dead. Right? No, he's not. He just disappeared after the first. Yeah, bring his ass back. <laughs> his ass was fat. It, 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 he was funny and he was fun and he tried to date uh, Alex because we none of us knew she was gay then. No. Uh, she didn't know. Including the CW. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know. No. <laughs> so was, but I, I think that just happens sometimes. There was a lot of stuff going on there. Um. I think this. I think there's still a few you can do. God. 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 Help us! Don't do Rogel's R, but uh, can they ever do a Doomsday? I mean, they didn't in Smallville. So they didn't Krypton possible. as well. Yes, yes, they did. I still haven't seen Krypton. season two. What do you think of season one? I actually liked it. Like it, it, it took a while to pick up, but I actually ended up really liking it. Is it more sci-fi than comics? It looks a little bit more like spacey. I mean, it's 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 in a space planet. Like yeah, and you you almost have no choice at that point, right? It's like saying, does Green Lantern look like more sci-fi? Or like, well, if you spend the entire movie on Bogo, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally get that. I mean, and that's sort of the thing with those sorts of, like, uh, pro- projects where it's like, if you do Green Lantern and you spend the entire movie on, like, um, Sinestro's planet, then yeah, it says to do a sci-fi flick. Yeah. But you just ground them on Earth, so it just looks like Earth. It is why Wonder Woman stories just seem like, they really would be, they would literally be mythology if they weren't grounded in in man's in you know man's world yeah. man's world as yeah. they say it it would be Greek mythology and it would be in a completely different genre story if you don't just put her as Wonder Woman fish out of water in on 
um in Earth on Earth. Yeah, the Thor stuff, the Thor syndrome. That too. Yeah, it's it's always like Thor is weird because this isn't his world. Yeah. Um, do you but really get to spend more time on Asgard? Yeah, get introduced. Did you um? Do you remember when people were like clamoring, not clamoring, but those mutterings that they were gonna do a Red Sun film? Like they were gonna do DC films. I remember hearing that and thinking to myself, it would not work. Like how? How without? They keep thinking that they can do this without a steady Superman. But I also don't think that most people can relate to the time frame at this point of the Red Sun. Yeah, I, I think it's almost too old for some people. I thought... Because, like, we're really doing a period piece here. Well, not only that, I thought it was very, very particular to do a Red Sun animated film in 2020. Sure. You understand? Like, There's I, some the height of, height, the height of the relations between U.S. and Russia yeah. are high now, to the point probably that they weren't. Um, The last time that they were was when this story takes place. Sure. <laughs> so, but, I that almost, that, but that's almost more disappointing and silly for the fact that they put out such a simplified yeah. story. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I guess as an adult now, I wanted the the ramifications of this. I wanted the what, what I wanted what the other... complexities of Superman right. like falling into ty- tyranny and knowing he has to uh, brainwash people and stuff like that. Like how he guys talking to that, how he gets to those eventualities, yeah. as opposed to cut to ten years later. Oh, this happened. Why right. it happened? Oh, it happened though. Ten years later, this happened. Uh, I thought I figured that'd be better. And we're still waiting on Man of Steel too. Right? We'll be waiting for a long time. Uh, they're saying Flash might be Flashpoint. I'm telling you, I tell you, I think we say that every episode. Last maybe five, we might get we might get skinny Superman, get Rain Wilson, in there and, play, and, play and, and uh, what's his name? Momoa already kind of ruined it. Yeah, he put he, he tagged the uh, Instagram post with hashtag Flashpoint, and then was like, it could be up for Whoa. fifteen seconds, and it, it's, it's done. Will Someone got it. Find it. Someone screenshotted it. It's out there now. You screwed up. Oh my um, gosh. Okay, God bless if, if if Joe Manganiello still has a job. God bless him. Oh, Deathstroke. Yeah. Oh, Strokey. Yes. Um. So, my 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 place on this though is that like, um, at this point, I'm kind of okay with not getting Man of Steel two. <sighs> it hurts. <laughs> it does. That I love Man of Steel. Bit. Yeah. That hurts with all my bit. heart, we I've done several episodes on it. That when said, you say Man of Steel two, you mean we will never get a sequel to Man of Steel, the film. I don't think we will play with that Superman anymore. Okay. I think we will reboot the Superman franchise. I think we will... Because we're, we're, we're in this place now where, like, nothing matters. Nothing works, nothing matters, nothing connects. <laughs> it, what connects is what they want to connect. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, uh, the first Suicide Squad movie connects to the Harley Quinn movie, but the Harley Quinn... But yeah. the second Suicide Squad movie feels like it doesn't connect to the first Suicide Squad movie. But you can also but watch Harley Birds of Prey without seeing Suicide three. Squad. Yeah. You can watch Birds of Prey without seeing Suicide Squad. Certainly. And it, but Harley yeah. Quinn is in all three of them, and it is the same Harley Quinn. Yeah, we're getting to a point where it's going to be different Batman in these films. Probably. But like, Bat- Bat- Affleck's not coming back. No. But we've already put Affleck in those films. But this Batman's a completely different thing. I can't believe it took Joker's him two years. Joker's in his own place. It took him two years to admit he wasn't coming back, even though he knew he wasn't coming back. Sure. So it's like I'm 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 at this point where I'm like I'm going to give in. I'm going like, to just just do Happy Superman. Yeah. <laughs> just do it. Just get there. Just do it. Yeah. Fine. Did they recast? Yes. Just 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 recast some young guy who's never done anything. Ah, oh, Cavill. What do you feel about these rumors that Cavill might be playing Wolverine, which I think are garbage rumors. I don't think they're oh, real. That's silly. But, uh, yeah. 
I feel like he isn't he taller than Jackman. They're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> Listen, that stuff doesn't matter. They can shoot you however you want. Uh, that's true. Look, Cut his knees off. Um, what, what's her face? Nebula is the tallest chick of all of them. Really? Karen Gillian is that? Karen Gillian towers over all those wow. women. She was cute in Jumanji. You didn't see the back the the the. Uh, behind the scenes photo where all the women lined up. I think I did, but I don't think I noticed that she was the tallest. She's taller than all of them. Who would be up there as well? Tessa? Is Tessa tall? Who? Tessa Thompson? Is she tall? No. No? No. Huh. My tall, my tall radar is, is off. You can just, you just, you just gotta shoot him right. Exactly. You know, that's the, like, the magic of camera work has gotten to the point where it does not matter who you cast. The only thing you can't work around is muscle and they have people for that. Is Lex Luthor the most underserved <laughs> villain in cinematic history? If you only count movies, sure. The only movies. The only but like, I, I, I guess some people like Hackman. I feel like he's the biggest person to not get the best performance. Like, the name of Lex Luthor is huge, but I don't think any of the portrayals have gotten to the, the level that the characters at. I mean, Hackman is hammy as hell. Yeah. He's also doing real estate shit, right? Yeah. Which I'm but, pretty but, sure but, that was... But, but so his, was. In the 70s, he yeah. probably was doing like... Yeah. yeah. And... Barabons! And, 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 and he was doing... Right. You know, like, and, and Kevin Spacey is over the top. Yeah. Yeah. But also not exactly a topic you want to discuss. Just get point. Elon Musk. He probably has that cold, Jesus. detached nature in him. So, like, you only, you, you only have the people who just kind of you know, like, are really attached to their Michael Rosenbaum, Lex Luthor, and that's it. And then those who do the other, uh, different version, like Jesse Eisenberg, are not really met with such... I enjoyed Eisenberg, but, like, I'm not gonna say it was, it was a, uh, a, I guess, the greatest Luthor performance. I enjoyed it if it left room for growth. If sure. it left, if, if that Luthor would eventually become the Luthor that I wanted. The door, thus... but like, like, that door got cracked, yeah. and they never opened it. 100%. And they're never going to. Well, he's on a yacht somewhere with Deathstroke. Yeah, just bald. Building a league of their own. I who else are they going to grab? Well, Zero Donald. Is Ares still alive? No, he got blown up, right? Yeah. Ares? Yeah, he did. Remember when the woman was all like, oh, I killed Ares. The war's over. And he was like, wow, you people suck. All you do is fight. I can't my, wait. my only gripe with Wonder Woman is that that ending was real easy. Too easy. Because war's not easy. Yeah, and and I I I get that maybe you just wanted to end it cleanly. Well, yeah, where you never have to come back to this story. Yeah, because you have the death of Ares. Yeah. The, oh, sorry, you have the supposed death of Ares, which she thinks she kills him, sure. and then the war doesn't stop. Right. So the message at the moment is, Ares is not war. Man is war. Right. Because they fail. Because all things right. fail. They're and, fall- and, fallible. And but but, but like. It's it's it is a symbiotic relationship. They are feeding off of each other. Right. War fuels Ares, and Ares is fueling the war. But then ten minutes later, it's like, no, no, there's real Ares, and he's really is. But like, like doing it. Like we almost had this interesting symbiotic relationship where it's like, like he he Ares isn't making them do war, but he is pushing them along. Yeah, and they kind of like it. He's not exactly stopping them. Yeah, you know, and, and, and they kind of dig it. But like, then it then it's just like we killed Ares, and then we all like, what are we? What's Why are war? we fighting? What are these things in our hands? You know, um, uh, Blessed Union of Souls starts playing. Yeah. Brother, my brother. <laughs> and she's stand, she standing there. On the Pokemon there. hug. <laughs> oh, no. uh, they okay, slapped the, the hell out of each other. <laughs> but um, 
No, but yeah, like I think that that's what the that's the blanket kind of statements they have to kind of stay away from with Superman. I do think that the DCEU. But has I think the trouble with that becomes that we don't want to harken back to that story because that that's like an open door that she has to constantly deal with. With a new Superman getting introduced, you can't do the origin story again, can you? Like, are we back at that that thing again? Oh God, if I have to watch that freaking. That's what I'm saying. God. Could you Spider Man? I it? think you do. Th- hmm? Could you Spider Man it? Like, have somebody reference it elsewhere? And then no, just... I think you just. I think you do the opening credits, and everyone recognizes it. If one you Woman... do Spider Man two, you hire um, what's his name? Kingdom Come. Alex Ross. You hire Alex Ross to draw the origin in the opening credits, like Spider Man Two. That actually could work, yeah. And everyone's like, "Ah, yes, yes, this is this is the origin." He crash lands. The old people have him. He becomes Superman. You you just have Alex Ross draw out um, the movie versions of the iconic Superman covers. He breaks the chains. He yeah. has the car. He flies, and everyone gets it, and you tell a story. That makes sense you because everyone's that. going to understand it. Yeah. You know, um, what if what if a ship crash lands in 1984? <laughs> could you could you get away with that? How old would he be? Oh, yeah, 35. That uh, kind of works. Yeah, he kind of lines change, up. Got to change the music he likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, totally. No more nine inch, nine inch nails. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that would that would. Oh, how are they gonna fix you, soups? To me, that's that's, <laughs> that's just my answer to getting around the concept of the origin story while still having the origin. You just play it in the opening credits. As the opening credits roll, you just no my pocket. You can have them in the story if you want. Like, Pa's can, dead in most stories. Sometimes yeah. they're both dead. <laughs> you, can have, you can have Clark just like visit the the ranch. The can'ts. Yeah. Yeah. What about a Supergirl movie that introduces a Superman the same way that this one did? Because like, like our Superman Tyler Holston doesn't have an origin, right? Technically, we're just going off the grandfather origin that we know. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We just. It is assumed you know Superman's origin because it's the same as Supergirls. They're in the same. Sh- they're in the same spaceship. I mean, but essentially, it's it, it, that was in her opening crawl. Like 100%. I was sent here with my cousin. He got here before me, and once I finally made it here, he'd already grown the heck up. Yeah. So weird. So it's like you know the Superman origin. We're giving you the Supergirl origin beside it, and like how it all fits together. Are you digging Supergirl right now? Uh yes um I'm 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 a little behind I th- I think I'm only one episode behind but I'm a little behind I haven't kept up with super with any of the CW stuff as much after the crisis I'm only really following Flash at the moment I can't do it really no you, you've officially given up oh god you dropped it I've dropped everything else um I want to get into Black Lightning it seems like they might be doing some interesting stuff there but I would have to only watch Black Lightning oh you just you you just enjoy Tobias Will just being the worst person. And um and I, and I and I want to give Batwoman a chance, but I want to do it from the beginning and you want to just you want isolated it in one plate. isolated yeah, yeah isolated I get that. without anybody's opinions and just okay how is this as a season, uh you know on itself I get that but Star Girl's coming like we're gonna be swimming I'm not in this Star Girl we're gonna be swimming in this stuff but like I also like like Legion's the superhero stuff where just, it's just always like that's way out of my wheelhouse Legends is basically a variety show now <laughs> it's like heard. what's going on there. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I jumped off when Nora Dark showed up because I know this. I know this last episode is like kind of a zany show because like it's the one hundredth episode, so they they it's almost a homage episode. Oh, the Legends hit hundred? No, Supergirl. Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. Supergirl hit a hundred, so like they have a they're having a bit of fun with this episode and playing with some things. I think there's like um 
I think they do some multiversal stuff. So I, yeah, like, I heard there's a certain fifth You get fifth like different versions imp. of like the yeah. Lena Supergirl relationship or whatever. There's uh, a certain fifth dimensional imp that 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 uh makes himself Oh yes, that's why they do quite that. Okay. yeah, it makes yeah. himself quite useful. Who they who they recasted. Yes. Because he is fifth dimensional, so Sure. Yeah. But I like Tom Lennon, so I'm I'm not hundred percent. I couldn't tell it. you who the other guy was. I, I think he was on one of the Glee shows. Oh, he is the is he the the no that's music meister right they look they look alike I thought he was the reason for the singing crossover but he wasn't no right? no yeah music that's, that's music meister yeah they did that we have that forever I, I enjoyed <laughs> that episode though I enjoyed Jesse Martin's <laughs> soul food singing I enjoyed watching uh, and Victor Garber Victor Garber singing in that show. Well, yeah, I and like I, I, it's fun watching Jesse Martin and Victor Garber sing as two mob bosses. Yes, that's so over the top. Only for them to both decide, okay, we're gonna kill him. Yes. Um, yeah, I like, stuff. I like having uh, vibe, the other guy and um, win, huh? Win, vibe, win, and Merlin dance yeah. together. <laughs> Wynn was having the time of his <laughs> life. I'll, I'll never forget watching that special. I'm like, Wynn is in his element. Like, this is... He was a jazz hands away from, from just stealing the entire the entire segment. Okay, they call him Kata, because he cuts people. Kata. He's a Kata. Your dream Man of Steel or Superman movie has who as the villain? We'll end that off uh, there. Um, who would you put? If you had to, let's say, let's say we're starting from scratch. What villain would show the Superman that you want to show? I guess because that's basically what the villains are for. Um, I think I might start Maxwell Lord. Something small, a small just asshole. It doesn't have to be an alien. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes problems are just caused by small assholes. So it it's be... weird because, especially like, it took till Man of Steel to get it. Yeah. It's so hard to do the big Superman fight scene. Yes. Because it has to be something he can punch. Right, 100%. <laughs> and making it Maxwell Lord wouldn't be that. He would have to build no. like a you, you need Maxwell Lord manipulating something that he can punch. Yes. You know? Uh, or or you end up doing the thing where Maxwell Lord manipulates Superman and somebody else has to punch him into shape, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, my Man of Steel sequel which you can easily do with this is like, you can do black Adam. Yeah. And I think, cause honestly, like uh, how can you not have fun with the idea of Superman punching the rock? Like, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. That's you, you don't have to sell me on anything. No, the poster, poster is yeah. Superman, the rock. hundred percent. I have already bought the tickets. Yeah. So I, I, I would say black Adam. And I think you could, I think if you are smart, are smart enough you can do some interesting things with um, Black Adam not really being a bad guy, but just being a isolationist. Yeah. Um. Uh. How do you say chairman of his of of state? Conduct. Yeah, an isolationist chairman of state that is like about his thing, and like not bad, but like you're messing with my stuff and now we got problems. Yeah, I won't bother you until you cross this line. Once you cross this line, you're my problem. Yeah. Um. They, and I heard that they were, I, I, from The Rock, it seems like they were trying to come up with a more of a people's champion <laughs> sort of <laughs> persona for Black Adam. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, 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 there's interesting stuff you could do there, but like, 
because we can do it now. You gave them you gave them passes because it was the old days and you don't like you you were just lucky to get the flying scenes. 100%, yeah. Now it's like we can do the Superman fight scene. You're sort of expecting it to be this incredible show. We need something Superman can punch. Yeah. So you have you almost feel like you have to either go with the dark sides, the black Mongol, Adams, like the that. Zods, yeah. the Mongols. It, it it has to be the big monster show. Yeah. Because we can't And no one cares about the big monster game personally. Sure. <laughs> like, like we can't rip go his with, heart out. We don't we care. We can't go with Livewire. We're not going to have the movie where Superman punches the woman across the city. Or he snaps her neck to save the world. You know? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's not, that's not happening. You know, you can you can maybe go with Grundy. I don't know. Yeah. It just needs to be something he can punch, or else it's like, what's our big um, climactic scene? Yeah. Because, like, like we gave you the Lex Luthor movie, and it's the movie where Lex stabs him with... Every Lex Luthor movie, there's no fight. There's no fight, because they can't have a fight. No, he's he'll, just, he'll it's just... It's just Luther. Stop doing it's, those it's, bad things! Yeah, Never! It's, <laughs> it's Superman <laughs> saves the woman. He just goes, you're, you're done, Luthor. And he's just like, ha! That's I am a criminal mastermind! That's what you thought, Superman! And then he didn't he say that in one of the movies? He takes up his wig and he's like, I am the most criminal... Criminal mastermind! <laughs> Lex, Lex Luthor! They're like, who is that for? Oh, Lex? just admitting it now? Who is that for? Get John Cry. John Cry is doing a good job. He's doing a great job. Get his ass in there. You know, and, and Supergirl just constantly gives her things to punch. Yes. That's, you're, you're right. Uh, yeah. But you also don't have to always do the climactic fight with Supergirl because you've got 25 episodes. You can... Supergirl's also way more alien than Superman. Way more, at least a show, uh, deals with the politics of alien politics more. Oh, than, yeah. More than uh, Superman in general. So I wonder if... But you also, you just have, you have the time. Yeah, that's true. There's 25 hours a season. Episodes. Five, <laughs> you got yeah. 100 episodes. 25 hours a season, five seasons. Like, there's time to do all these things. You never getting back on Flash? I, if they just have to... If they give me something interesting, I'll get back. But, yeah, like... They might be doing, um... Uh... Black Hole and... I don't know what that is. Uh... Oh, oh what's Godspeed and... Oh, the Black Hole group. Yeah, the Black Hole terrorist group. Gotcha. And, um, yeah. And, uh... But their whole thing now is that... And this is... I say this to... Speak in reference to the Superman show... That now that everything's all screwed, they have different uh, rogues now. Yeah. Different villains taking on different names. So we can have another Parasite, technically. We can have another sure. Bizarro. Who would you put up against? I, I, I think it would... I, my inclination would have been someone like Maxwell Lord creating something like a Metallo. Like okay. Creating like a, the anti-Superman. Like this guy is cold. He is not. He is cold. All the things that... Lex would say about Superman, he is alien, he is cold, he is unhuman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is a soldier. Those things are Metallo and then um, Superman. But there's something better than that. And I do, I do think that you're getting on a, a better story, ultimately. But I do think that, yeah, it you you create the... The Superman villains are more important than Batman villains almost because they represent different parts of him. That, sure. That he's fighting against. I think there's a. I think I think you can create a situation where there's a question of um, reach, where maybe something bad happens. Maybe it happens in or around conduct, and Superman gets himself involved because that's what Superman does. He saves people, he helps people, whatever. And then there's a question of like, well, wait, like you have, you have no right to come into my area. No, you could you could totally do that because then you can play up the whole U.S. interventionist yeah. stuff of like, oh, because you can, you right. should, right. 
And even then, like, like Superman doesn't see himself as an as an American hero no, or, or and, as and a representation of the American machine, but everyone else does. Right, and his lack of hesitation to go to Kondok is because he doesn't see it as borders. Right. He sees everyone as people. Right. I'm just helping people. Yeah. You made it into I helped Kondok people, but it was just people. You made it as you made it as me crossing into Kondokian borders, and I'm just like, bro, like I just there was a plane, it was going down. I I saved it. Yeah, and it's and it's like do, then uh, Black Adam could be like, do Are we want trying it? to influence Black? Like, no, yeah, dude. Do we, do we want it to get to a point that every window that has a crack in it, he's gonna come and break? Right. Because you know he's gonna make sure everything's good around the world. Sure. No, that 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 that, that would definitely work. I'm curious as to where they want to leave Black Adam. Um, for me, you know what I would, do? I, you know what I could do. I'd say, like, you could. Okay, I'm gonna run it both ways. I'm gonna combine my earlier thing we did on the 100 show okay. and then we can wrap this up um you can do it on you can do it a two-pronged attack superman is innocently just helping people but that that helping people involves moving into a kandakian border space and you have that issue of whether or not superman can act with autonomy because he's just moving wherever he wants to right and that's problematic you know what i mean yeah yeah it comes up in marvel there's an there's an american private militia mm-hmm. known as the avengers just operating in all other people's countries and, magic. and bad things are happening all kind of tech and magic and then they, they leave you they know just, they a, 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 a royal died because of this mm-hmm. yeah 100 you could you could talk so much about like whether or not they should be allowed to go into other borders or whether or not that is a conflict of some sort of interest and then if you had the other players you got wonder woman obviously on one side and batman on one side of like, right Yo, leave him be, be. <laughs> Let him do what they do. also play the... But, like... So, like... Black Adam and Superman, that's what's happening up high. Mm-hmm. Down low, we can talk about what I pitched on the other episode where Lex Luthor is kind of manipulating that whole problem and Lois is investigating it. So, like, they all have something to do. Yeah. Lex is manipulating things from the bottom as he typically does. Lois gets to be the reporter mm-hmm. for once yeah, in he might, something. <laughs> yeah, because he could, Lex, Lex could just, um, you know, instigate things to the point because he'll win sure. either way. Either America's number one or two men's dead. Oh, absolutely. Is, that's the way he absolutely. works. <laughs> and, and, Lois is, and Lois's fight is to expose that Lex's treasury. Yeah. Meanwhile, Superman has to deal with Black Adam because Black Adam wants to punch him in the face. Yes. And can, and because he has magic powers. And yes, and and because there is a, there is a weakness there that like like he Superman could deal with a lot of things, but magic is not a natural Earth thing. Magic is just you know a weakness. Yeah, yeah. I no. think those two things can connect with each other. I where do... you have every every essential character being Superman, Black Adam, Lex Luthor, and Lois have a role. And I think you've just described the the harmony that a Superman story needs to have. It needs to be incredibly bombastic because he is one of the fastest, strongest, yeah. you know, loudest of you know yeah. people of all time. But it also has to have a smaller, intimate human element. Yes, which would be the Lex and, and Lois stuff. Just finding truth, just a normal woman doing her job of finding truth, and then all the way blown up to the big thing of alien fights. Uh, right. magic being for borders, sure. you know, and you have it all. Because Lex would be the type to 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 instigate government, you know, uh, international governmental for his for his own. I mean, he for did his it own benefit. He basically did it in know? Red Sun, you know. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. How much do you want to kill him? <laughs> right, and, that, and that's what it came down to. 
god. Because you know, Lex Lex instigated the plane that was falling in the area, and now yeah. Superman had to save it, which meant Superman had to cross into the border. But now Lois has to expose the fact that Lex did have something to do with it, plus, so he can go do the Gulag plus, stuff. Plus, Black Adam, well, not the Gulag. Oh, like, well, yeah. Le- Lois exposes that Lex had something to do with it. Thus exposing the Black Adam that it uh, was treachery, and then they don't fight at the end. Yeah, that like okay. that Superman, but like they'll fight, but like Black Adam eventually realizes that um, Superman and such were coerced. Yeah, into this whole thing, and that everything's being manipulated by Lex, and then they can deal with the Lex um, wrap up. But like, if if it if it is not an all powerful, all evil, then there has to be some. Manipulation, surrogate, like a surrogate that he can punch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, because maybe without the Superman fight scene, is like, what is the climax? Yeah, maybe that's the issue that they that they're facing here, and we'll see how they handle that with Wonder Woman. I think that'd be the closest thing because she's incredibly powered, so they have to kind of power people up to be. So you have to fight well. gods, or... right? One hundred percent. Like she dismantled armies because that's what she would do at yes. that level. Um, we're gonna see how Cheetah, etc. You know, um, faces uh, how they rank when they face off against her and see how these power levels, how consistent these power levels have been sure. with DC uh, as of late. But yeah, no, I, I, I like this story. I, I think I like the book more when it was sudden. I like the book much more. I think, I, I think the, the movie just does a lot of unnecessary things. Yes. It, which is weird. It did unnecessary things in a shorter runtime. Yeah. Seemingly. Uh, so it's weird. The fact that they added things and also shorten the story. Um, they added things that didn't need to be there and took away things that would have been essential. Yes. Yes. To... And I feel like we say that once a week here. <laughs> but <laughs> but the only way to know whether or not we say it once a week here is to listen to every episode of the Major Issues Podcast, which you can by looking at www.comicbookclick.com. That's comicbookclick.com, the one-stop shop <laughs> for all things Major Issues Podcast and major articles. We got our merchandise up on comicbookclick.com. We got our podcast there. We have, we're writing articles there. Um, we're doing some great things on the interweb. So go to comicbookclick.com for your one stop to get to the Major Issues Podcast. But if that's too much work for you, we're available wherever podcasts are found. That's Podbean, Stitcher, the Apple Podcast app, uh, Google Podcast, Player FM, iHeart.com, YouTube, uh, Spotify. Wherever podcasts are, we exist. We live there because we want to be able to be accessible to all you guys out there. So make sure that you guys are following this podcast. And thank you for listening to this episode, but go back and listen to others. We have a bunch tackling the Superman character, Elseworlds. We even have the Elseworlds uh, CW crossover uh, review on here. So you'll be able to talk about some of that there. But go back, listen to those. The great part about comicbookclick.com is you guys can comment on the episodes, literally on the page. Uh, We like to accumulate feedback through our various social media accounts, which I'll explain in a bit. But the quickest way for you to get your voice heard is to comment on comicbookclick.com. Find the episode that you're trying to comment on right in the comment section and we'll be notified and we'll read your opinion right here. I want to know what you guys think about Red Sun. We got Bloodshot coming soon. (laughs) What do you guys think about that? All kinds of madness um, that's coming down the pike. And I want to know what you guys, how you guys feel. You guys are just as much a part of this podcast as we are. So make sure that you guys... Let your voices be heard by going to our social medias at 
Facebook.com slash comic book click, Instagram at comic book click, or use the hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Rate and review us on iTunes. It's the quickest way for us to grow as podcasters and find out what you like and what you don't like. I've been to the future where we become the newest and hottest, greatest thing to come to comic books and comic book media, but I can't tell you how we do it. So all you can do is try to get on the bandwagon before it gets full. Do we get stuck in a time loop? I can't tell you. <sighs> and, but uh, let's just say your facial hair looks way different in the future. Oh, God. Let's just leave that there. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I can't tell you guys how we get there. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, get us, uh, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're at Major Issue CBC on the Twitter machine. Always putting down uh, news about what episodes we're going to cover. So go ahead, follow us. Uh, tell us what you like, what you don't, and we'll keep trying to give you guys the very best in comic book content every single week. But my name is George Serrano, aka the Don. I'm Gregory Thomas, aka GT Rebirth, and this has been our Red Sun animated film recap and review. And remember, whether or not you spent some time in the Gulag. Where the Svetlana told you to res- uh, relinquish all your power to the statehood, whether you stand for truth, justice, the American way, or if you're a little bit more on uh, the Red Sun Superman side and you're fighting for Stalin socialism and the international expansion of the Warsaw Pact, <laughs> remember you're super. Remember that you're part of the clique. And remember that you, yes, you are worthy. <laughs>